raised, raised, raised by sports. Hey, I'ma meet you at the finish line. my defenders, I got heart. That's what makes me a winner. I'ma meet you at the finish line. You can't even hold me. I'ma pull up on them like I was Kobe. I'ma see you at the finish line. Tell them I'm the greatest Superman. I'ma damn all my haters. I'ma see them at the finish line. And I'm coming with the heat. Number three, I can almost guarantee that I'ma beat you to the finish line. Tell them that we on when you look for me, I'm already gone. Yeah, I done made it to the finish line. Welcome back to the finish line, baby. Season two, episode one. You feel me? Let's get it. Your boy Famous Phillips is in the building from Zebulon, North Carolina. What's why do you, up? Why do you do Gary that? Styles, Bull City. Hey, it's Team Blackout, Blackout Army. Uh, I don't need to say anything. Where you from? Where you from? Hey, I'm from Hunter. I'm just, hey, now nah, I'm from. I rep C-Town, Ohio. You feel me? We out here at a by way of Hunters of North Carolina. Um, but we're back for season two. Thank you for joining us. Um, you feel me? Um, and we're just gonna get into it. We've been gone for a while, so there's still a lot to talk about. But today we lead the show off with news from Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, this past weekend, if you haven't been really keeping up with the news, uh, I don't understand how you couldn't have, but you would have known that white nationalists gathered outside of University of Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia uh, for a Unite the Right March. Um, where they were met by counter protesters and news and media all weekend where unfortunately there was actually one death and many injuries that were met. Um, Miss Heather D. Heyer, a 32-year-old paralegal from Charlottesville who was ran over by a car when it rammed into the area that people were protesting in front of. Uh, so this, we all know about racial relations and tensions and things of that nature that are going on in our country and it kind of spearheads the the conversation into the area of sports where we have people like Colin Kaepernick who are protesting against things just like this. You know, Colin Kaepernick has been met with uh, outcry and rage and fury from people who are uh, pro hoo-ha America, pro Donald Trump, things, things of that nature. Um, they're pro-Nazi too. I yeah, pro, we're pro-Nazi. Pro Apparently, we didn't get rid of them in 1945. That's what, um, that's what we talked about. There was an interesting <laughs> stat, and I'll just throw this out here and just like throw it to you guys. There are 115 quarterbacks in the NFL. There are uh, it's about I think 13 teams that have four quarterbacks on the depth chart, and then the other however many teams have three. So there are 115 quarterbacks in the NFL. And Colin Kaepernick is not one of them. <laughs> and Calvin, I, I want you to start. You know why? Because on Colin Kaepernick. No, no, yeah, I want you to start because I want you. If all, for all you newcomers, Cal, Calvin is a is a Baltimore Ravens fan, right? All day, every day. And news broke about a few weeks ago that the the Ravens were they were scouting Kaepernick. They wanted him, and then they picked. Can somebody tell me his name? <laughs> because. Uh, you're talking about Ryan Mallet. No, they didn't pick up Ryan Mallet. I mean, it was saying like, low blow from uh, and now they just yeah, they waved Thaddeus him. Lewis. They, <laughs> yeah, they did what? They waved him. And they yeah. picked up Thaddeus Lewis right now. So, Calvin, right now, the Baltimore Ravens death chart for QB. Joe Flacco, mm -hmm. Ryan Mallet, and Josh Woodrum. 
That that doesn't include the the one that we just picked. Yeah. No, he's not there anymore. No, 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 no. We we waived the, the arena. Okay, you wait. So you guys picked the Marine League quarterback. So we also had this past weekend. You know, the NFL preseason just kicked off. We had people, you know, Marshawn Lynch, Michael Bennett, and who else sat? Somebody else. Robert Quinn from the Rams. Yeah, Robert Quinn from the Rams. They all um, either sat, kneeled, or you know, did some now, sort of protest for the national. Just to anthem. let you know that Marshawn's wasn't because of the protest. What was it about? He literally told his coach. He said, "I've been doing this for years." And his Marshawn coach has always been sitting. Yeah, his coach said. You're a grown man. I understand. And if you're going to do that, then we're going to let you do that. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. So, and now I agree with you on the other the other athletes that did do it, but Marshawn was the only athlete um, think, who actually did it because um, he's always done it. From so. what I heard, um, Michael Bennett, he's the one who vehemently said, this is why I'm sitting and I'm yeah. going to sit for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made it seem like a big hoopla. I don't know if you've seen the press conference. Like, well, was... here's the thing I really don't understand. People consistently say they did your constitutional rights of protest. And these same people who have a problem with the Colin Kaepernick's of the world, the Michael Bennett's of the world, are very, very quiet about what's happening in Charlottesville. Yep. Yeah. So you can't pick and choose when you can express your constitutional right. It has to be even across be the board. It has to be consistent. But, I, I don't know. I just feel like these superstar athletes, they they have this this platform. I'm talking black athletes, really, because I just don't understand how you can be a black athlete in the NFL. 70% of the NFL is made up of black athletes, and you don't say anything. Um, I just, I get sitting down and protesting, but why is Colin Kaepernick not in the league? Or why are you just not speaking on these racial issues? Well, so, <sighs> see, the main, the main problem that I have with the Ravens, though, um, Steve Bouchotti, that's the owner, right? Mm-hmm. So he basically said, okay, well, I wouldn't want to make the fans angry by bringing Colin Kaepernick in. Which so he's stupid. basically Which saying, I don't really care about you black fans. I'm worried about what the white fans think because I feel as if... <sighs> They're the ones who pay to come to the games and everything like that. But at the same time, you can't make that argument because Jerry Jones down in Dallas does whatever he wants to. Jerry own. Jones he is brings in, uh, oh, what's his name? I'm blanking right now. The, the uh, DE, Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. He brings yeah. in Greg Hardy, doesn't care. Brings in Randy Gregory, doesn't care. And who was Ezekiel Elliott's father said, hey, he might not be ready for the spotlight. Uh, I'm going to bring him in anyways. We see how much trouble he's got in the offseason. And the, the kicker for the New York Giants. Um, I don't pay much attention to kickers because Josh Brown. Josh Brown. He, that, I, that think was he, I think he got a game, right? Yeah, he got yeah, a game. He, he, he got spent one, one game. He got spent one game, and I'm I don't know. So yeah, it's just I just want to know why because the the NFL season kicks off officially September seventh, mm-hmm. two thousand seventeen. I think Kaepernick will be, be on the team. How do How do you guys feel about the people that are actually protesting the NFL? I'm down with until it. Until Kaepernick is signed. I know we talk about that in Quay's segment. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a little bit later. I can do that. I mean, I'm with it. I'm completely with it because we can sit and hoopla and talk to we blue in the face about how we want equal rights for people of color and whatnot until we actually do something about it. But I don't think things are going to change. See, and the thing that I talked about was why, why even stop at Colin Kaepernick? Because even if um, I alluded to Roger Goodell just – you know, sending out an invisible email saying, hey, somebody has to bite the bullet and go ahead and take this loss and move on. That really doesn't change the dynamic of how the owners think. I really wish that everybody would kind of get on board. If we could do it somehow, it would be wonderful. You know how Green Bay is publicly owned. 
There's no owner. It's yeah. publicly owned. No owner. If we could get to that point, I think that would change because, a lot of things. And but. my thing about it is, I it would be a completely different story if I didn't have faith in Colin Kaepernick's game. Colin Kaepernick can play. He can go. He, he can, can start. Name three I, teams right now that, that Colin Kaepernick can start for. Cleveland. The Browns. Yeah, I was New York City. Cleveland. The Jets. The Colts, because they're not even sure if Andrew Luck is going to come back next year. I'm mean, in time. So, I was about to say, I mean, I, I still think Andrew Luck has his job secure. But, no, no, yeah, of I mean, course. I, but yeah, honestly, he but can. The thing is, but Andrew Luck's he, back. He just started for the Dolphins. You know, they just. Scott Tolzien is. I was watching him in preseason the other day, and Scott Tolzien is not where it's at for the Colts. They need, if he's going to be out even five or six games, they're going to go 0 and 5. He yeah. and, and, and at that point, in my opinion, Colin Kaepernick is better than Alex Smith. Uh, mm, I'm debatable. Super debatable. Because I, I, I say it like this. He's super safe. He really turns the ball over. He's. I'm not gonna say perfect, but they already have their boy. And he's and a he's, a, he's they, a big pocket him. passer. Where Kaepernick isn't. Kaepernick is more of a scrambler, more of a Russell Wilson All type. I'm saying is, bring a man for a tryout. I don't think people are giving tryouts. But we, but they we have, are. Like they have, I think. They have they have I, so, okay. So, so, I want to your original question. Don't try I to think, defend the Ravens. No, I think the same. What I'm saying, can you hear me out? What I'm saying is, I think the Ravens are going to pick him up, though. I think that they're just waiting for the right time. Listen, where's the right time? I don't know. Where's the preseason? <laughs> think about what happened with Ray Rice. It was never the right time with Ray Rice. Okay, that was, See, but with Colin Kaepernick, do you cannot? Let's not sit here. And, not, feel, I, and bring up I'm any oranges when we're talking about this apple. You feel me? To his point, a lot of teams may want to see what quarterback is being cut after the fourth preseason game. Not to say that Colin Kaepernick will still probably be better than that whole bunch that are cut right then and there. But I think actually a lot of the teams that would look at him closer already have their guy. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. I think Bill Belichick will pick him up in a heartbeat. I do, but with them having Tom Brady and Garoppolo there, they really don't have any There's need. No There's not a yeah. need to get a nine million a year. I think Colin Kaepernick's better than every quarterback in the AFC East, not named Tom Brady. Okay. I, I could kind of agree with you somewhat, but at the same time, there's still there's still some holes in that. The there's AFC some gaps. East. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about the Bills, the Dolphins, the right. Jets, but and the Patriots. Taylor? I don't, Tyrod I think, Taylor? I think Tyrod Taylor still. That, one, that he, could be debatable. Yeah, Tyrod he's still Taylor. he's still a decent quarterback. Played, I'm not saying he that he's better well than that. Kaepernick, but Kaepernick went to the Super Bowl one time, and after that, he's had a Super Bowl slump. Yeah, and he's, last, he season, hasn't, last season, he played very well. He had 16 touchdowns in like 11 games. Right. But in, in comparison to the other quarterbacks in the league, you have to realize they're trying to figure out what's going to get me the biggest amount of upside with pulling in Kaepernick because you already have the struggle with him publicly. And I'm not saying that there's that's no, just, there, no, 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 no there is a struggle because if you put him in front of the media, imaginary. no, but if you put him in front of the media, you never know what he may say, what he may do. You know that, 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 that is a, that is a Kaepernick has already stated that he would not sit anymore. Right. For the season coming up. That's so, easy to say. But, but even Marshawn Lynch still but has say his he does. But see, I Who think cares? the thing is, with Colin no, Kaepernick no. being out right now, one of the positives is that we're continuously still having this conversation about yeah. inequality in America. Yeah. Um, it really sucks that I hate to see him suffer and not have a job because of it. But I do love the conversation that it's bringing. And I'm hoping... Mm-hmm. For the best in his outcome, but it continues. It seems like we into we get the short end of the stick. I, I like <laughs> I said, I really feel like it will change soon, and I'm hoping it does. If it doesn't, you know, I mean, and I'm gonna talk about it later on with mm-hmm. uh, with Ka- Kaepernick with involving the Ravens, but 
I think he will get signed to the Ravens, and I really hope he does because I feel like Joe Flacco's going to be out for another three to four weeks. He better than Joe Flacco? No. Because Joe Flacco got a ring. Aiden, he got, got one. Like okay, he, he got, got something that he ain't got. Calvin, Calvin, Joe Flacco got a ring with a top six defense of all time. Joe Flacco got paid and stopped playing. Top five. Top five. He said Joe Flacco got paid and stopped playing. He stopped playing. I mean, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. Bro. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time for the next segment. So, <laughs> Raised by Sports, the finish line has uh, created a new segment. It's called Go or No Go. So, we are going to actually have all of us, all the panelists on the um, on the show, actually go or no go on different topics. So, I think the first topic we should probably go with is so the this, 51st Black Athlete. Yeah, last week, the Undefeated released a list of the top the 50 top black athletes of all time. Um and it ranked them, they, they surveyed 200 different adults and it ranked them on uh, their dominance, mm -hmm. their inspiration, and their overall contribution to society. And right. it took that and it averaged it out. So um, I think what we should do, let's, I'm gonna start with Gary. We're gonna go, go or no go, okay? And I'm gonna give you a, a synopsis or a scenario, okay? Okay. So one of the people that was left out of the top 50 was Tiger Woods, mm -hmm. go or no go. And why? That's a no-go. First of all, Tiger Woods transcended golf mm -hmm. as a black person. The, the problem that I have with this list is they really make it seem like it's really more of a contribution outside. And the three people that we are about to discuss, right. all of them have Don't problems give them away. Don't give them away. the public eye. Okay. All of them do. So if you're just talking about, if I see the headline, 50 greatest black athletes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I'm not talking about community. Right. I'm talking about what you do as on the court, athlete. on the field as an athlete. Okay. Now, maybe in a certain percentile, if you want to throw in the community, maybe what, 20, 30%, I get it. But you cannot leave Tiger Woods off that list. Okay. I still now, haven't found I, now, I'm going to give you a different one, Dre. Okay. So your go or no go is Kobe. Kobe okay, Bryant was left off the top I'll 50. Listen. So can, hey, I get listen, a, can I get a go or no go? So. Go I, say, no, I say no go because, okay. of course I say no go. I say no go. Just do the simple fact. It's more so not Kobe being left off the list, but I read the entire list. I read the, the biographies and whatever of the entire list, right? And it's not so much that Kobe was left off the list. It was the fact that Stephen Curry was on the list. <laughs> Stephen Curry was on the list at number 28. Yeah. Stephen Curry was on the list at 28, right? Um, and this is no slight to him, but Roberto Clemente was on the list as well. Those are 50 top black athletes of all time. And I thought it was African-American. I don't know what they're, what they're, what they subscribe and, and to. And I'm going to go into the African. Okay. And so it was more so when I look so. at, when I look at Kobe Bryant, I look at, you know, top 10 score of all time. He's, what is he, top five? He's top five score of all time, right? He's up there. It goes Kareem, Carl, Mike. He's up there. Dirk. He's Dirk. Yeah, he's, he's up there. Right, up yeah. There. Top five all-time, 81-point game. You know, because, and I look at that because a lot of the, the, the people, the constituents in the list, a lot of their reasoning was because of record-breaking performances. Wilt Chamberlain, 100 points, you know, and, and accolades and whatnot. Kobe Bryant's five rings. Kobe right. Bryant, 81 points in the game, 60 points in his career finale. You know, I, I really hate when people say that Kobe was carried by Shaq or whatnot. That's a discussion for a completely different day. But definitely no-go that it, it's disgraceful that Kobe's left off the list. And I look okay. at 
Stephen Curry is a Hall of Famer one day. Of course. Definitely a Hall of Famer. But, but not can yet. we call him a top 50 of all time? And I, I would have loved if they would have left off people that are still playing yeah. in their careers because... And well, I, see, get, I, think, I think that was part of the difficulty. So, I, so let me give you my spiel. So basically the top 50 athletes that when they made this uh, list, they actually didn't take it from analysts, sports anchors, anything like that. These were just basic Joe Schmoes. Joe Schmo fans, right? And that's why there are some holes in the argument of who are the top fifty, who didn't make it, who yeah. who should have made it, you know. However, if you look at some of the, the athletes that they did choose, I think that they did choose pretty accurately. Like uh, uh, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, um, now, some like you said, I think some of the current players. Simone and Gabby. No, no, now, no, 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 no. So now Simone and Gabby. I think that was that was two of the people that I really, I really felt strongly about. However, I bet Simone and Gabby. You got to think about actually what they did in gymnastics. No, right. right. I am thinking about, but you can't say that and then not put Tiger up there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, one other thing I was talking to Gary about earlier is I think one big player they left off the top fifty that I would have took one of them off for is Lisa Leslie. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think about the impact that she made in the WNBA, she had two rings. She was a, a three-time uh, WNBA MVP, and she I think made she eight All-Stars. I don't care about her stats. I just think she transcended women's basketball overall. She did. She made. She, she made you watch women's she, basketball. She spearheaded the WNBA because exactly. I think WNBA was launched what 98, right. one of those. Yeah. So one thing that I want to tell the viewers at home as well as you guys is don't take the list too literal because I'm the people, literal. the people that were picking these people, hey, bro. they they had nothing to do with the people who might have had Anytime the most sports knowledge. You make a list, somebody is going to take it literal. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just saying, like, I why is Floyd not on it? Because there were plenty of boxes. Okay, so that, that goes back to that goes back list. to uh, Gary's point. Gary was saying that a lot of the so people who got left off three, it's because of their it. personal life. And if you think about the inspiration, so I think the three things that inspiration, uh, overall dominance, and impact on society. Right, man. Like even when you look at players, like look at Larry Fitzgerald up there. So I think a lot of these people, when you actually think about them, you can. One of the most immediate things besides sports is their ties to the community. Mm -hmm. When you think about Kobe, Tiger, and Floyd, that's not necessarily the first thing you think of right after their sports legacy. Okay, I, I, I get that. Okay, and, so and then you also think about the history they had, Kobe with the cheating scandal, and Tiger Woods with the cheating scandal, and Floyd Mayweather with all the scandals he's had. Like, you know what I'm saying? He can't even read. <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, with all of that, and you think about how he is viewed in the public eye. So if you don't take any three of us to, to go on this list, to talk about this list, but you take uh, a friend you've known for years but has never really watched sports like that and say, hey, who are your top notable players? They're going to talk about the historically black individuals who made the history books. And they're going to talk about the people who are everywhere. Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Magic Johnson, Muhammad Ali. And that's where a lot of the other players got left off because LeBron's on that list. And I'm not saying LeBron's not a top 50 great, but I think that for them to put LeBron and not put Kobe, like you said, and not put Tiger and not put Floyd, people are looking at what is the most popular in a positive way. There's nothing negative see, that can go on with LeBron right now my, as opposed to you know yeah. Kobe and... My other problem with that, barring, I'll say Tiger, we'll stick with it to Kobe and Floyd. You could pretty much say throughout their careers, I would say 
it's either you hate them or you love them. It's no in between with those two guys. Right. But I also feel like in sports, you need those heels. Like, how many people have you been saying, oh, I can't wait to see Floyd get his butt whooped? I can't wait to see Kobe lose in the finals. Like, you, you, you relish that moment, and when they lose and you see him lose along with his, with his fans, it touches your heart. So I think That's in true. those, if you're gonna make that list, I'm gonna say make a heel list too. So make people that you saw in the public eye like they were really good at sports, but people just yeah. Because I mean the it. list, the list is super likable. Everybody on there is likable. I never, so I, don't, likeable. I don't think I really like ever disliked anybody on the list. You probably couldn't say a mean word it's, about any of them. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and, and, and to be honest, I think it wasn't until somebody pointed out the three that were left off mm-hmm. where it was like, and, and Steph Curry. Let's not talk about Steph Curry and Simone Biles, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you think about. You just see the list and they never say, hey, did you see the three people that weren't on the top 50? You may have not looked at it as negatively as you did. And which I know when I looked at it, I'm like, they left off those three. So I know they wilding on the top 50, but they're top 50 greats. It's just the way that they put it. I don't think it was in the best way. I think you had the right idea saying their career has to be done with. If their career is done with, I feel like that would have been... Yeah, so I say leave LeBron in. and Steph off the list until they Larry retire. Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. There's quite a few up there. there yeah, Larry there. Fitzgerald, Serena Williams. I know Gabby Douglas retired. Yeah, um, but, but see, and when I think of top 50 black athletes, I would have already thought that they were already done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking they've already retired, and now we're just paying them homage. Yeah. And So I wasn't expecting to see a lot of the names on there. Yeah, and that, that kind of caught me off guard. But it, I mean, it wasn't that many, but I, I definitely do get it in terms of there were just a few, maybe five of them that are still active right. and whatnot. So, um, but the next go or no go. Next go or no go. This is for both of you guys. So um, Zeke's suspension. He did get the six week suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, go or no go, and why? Let's start with you, Dre. I say no go just because I'm very confused with the NFL. I'm confused with their adjudicating pro- their adjudicating process of. I don't know. I felt like the NFL suspended Zeke just due to the fact that they had to suspend him because the allegations came out last July. They've been investigating him for a whole year. And my issue with it is you if you, you suspend him today, which means you always want to suspend him. So they, they, they say, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cash in on him for the 2016-2017 NFL season because Zeke was a cash cow. All the reason he wasn't offensive rookie of the year is because of his quarterback. Um, because Which is very... That, you, know, you know, the Dallas Cowboys were... Very good. I think they're going to be very good again. Mm-hmm. Um, well, who knows now? I think Dak has what it takes to carry that team, though, you know, with Des Bryant, Jason Witten, those guys, and they're a very well coached team. But my thing is, I just want them to be consistent because Zeke actually, the charges, there was never any formal charges that were held up against him. There were text messages that brought out that incriminated the girl in question. And, and just an asterisk on it, the NFL wanted to dive into this. The police department and, never put out, so you're right, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I don't, I don't understand. So Zeke, and technically, lawfully, he's not in any real trouble. Technically. So you say, I'm going to cash in on him. I'm going to wait until three, four weeks before the season starts to tell you, hey, you're out six games. Why is it six games? Why, you know what I'm saying? Like It's just very weird when you know the kicker, what was his name from New York? Brian. Josh Brown. Josh Brown, when I'm sure he did something super more egregious than Zeke, was found guilty for we know he did it with factual evidence and he got one game so i don't know is it a race thing is it 
Roger Goodell does not deserve to be a commissioner because no other commissioner in any of the other top sports. Um, David Stern was a great commissioner to me. Uh, I, I do question the whole Chris Paul LA thing back, you know, back way back when. But David Stern, you know, and then the, the commissioner's office like now. Paul Tagliabue before Goodell. He was the one before Goodell. Yeah, I mean, I, I never had an issue with him. The commissioner for the MLB, the MLB never really has any like super issues other than like PEDs, and that we usually know you did it when when that happens. Um, but I, I just don't understand. Like now, there was a there was an article that came out today that Rod, that said that Roger Goodell didn't have much to say or much uh, input on that situation. So that was more of a it may have been more of a panel discussion. No, Roger Goodell so, makes the final call. I don't want to believe he doesn't make the final call because now he so, does. It's listed because and, and, and it's very interesting that that comes out because it's like Roger Goodell. Everyone with the everyone with the conscience yeah. knows that this is fishy. This is weird. And now Roger wants yeah. to. They, they want to come out and say, "Hey, it wasn't just Roger. We all made this decision." But when Ray Rice gets his, you know, when he gets suspended, and we we know Ray did it. There was footage he did it. But when we know that they did it, Roger's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I, I did it. You know, I, I made the call." We know Bill Belichick and and them guys did whatever they did years back with you know Spygate and things like that and Deflate Gate and whatnot. Roger wants to come down and 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 hit the hammer this time, but when Zeke, we don't know that he really did anything, and I, you're innocent until proven guilty in my book. It just sounds like a girl that's lying on him that wants to cash in. No, and this came out when last July, right after Zeke gets drafted, right? You know what I'm saying? I feel so, Gary. What I, you I think? Don't know. Go or no go on the suspension? I think it's a go. Wow, that's kind of um, crazy. So here's the thing: <laughs> we consistently ask the NFL to take domestic violence more seriously. Okay. We saw them screw it up with Josh Brown. We saw them screw it up with Ray Rice. Now that we actually see them taking it seriously, we're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute now. Now you're getting out of hand, okay? So for me, in 2013, they gave Roger Goodell the power to do this because they felt like a lot of times with situation with courts, it holds up a lot of stuff. So they gave him the power to be able to get his investigators, take a look at everything. And so I'm listening to, um, I believe it's NFL Live, and they were talking about the process about the girl getting the bruises and everything like that. And Zeke's legal team just, they don't sound that good. They said, okay, how did she get these bruises? They said, oh, maybe she fell down some stairs. Mm -hmm. They're just giving these, they said, oh, she's a waitress. Maybe some customers rough her up. Like, they just gave some really they crazy did say, They did say it was from a bar fight. It, yeah, it, look, it could have been. But Zeke hasn't also been the best. Look, he pulling girls' titties out of Mardi Gras, right? I don't remember that. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen, he was having a good time, he's okay? Knocking, he's knocking DJs out of bars. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that, because we, we obviously don't have all the evidence. We right. don't know. Right. But I think for them to sit there and say, Zeke is the face of the league, can we admit that he's now one of the faces of the league? I the say, league I say faces. Yeah, one of the faces okay, of okay, the okay. league. One I of the, say face, one of the faces like, of the league. You know. And they sat there and said, we're going to sit you out six games. I think that sends a message to the rest of the league. It's saying, look, you don't have to get convicted about it. And I do like the fact that it was very interesting, and they said this on Mike and Mike, that they let this news go after Jerry Jones was put into the Hall of Fame. If you notice that, they probably had the answer on way, but they had the they had the answer before that. But they're like, you know what? We're gonna let Jerry enjoy his day. We know how he can get. We're gonna let him go up there, and make his nice little speech, and then we're done with this. So, for me, I personally think if they're gonna take domestic violence seriously, and once again, the NFL is a cash cow. If you have your sponsors continue to say, look, 
you didn't do right by this, you didn't do right by that, then your sponsors may start to pull out. And see, that's where the money is. So and that's where the money is. To to end this segment on Zeke, because um, we got to go to another no go go or no go. I'm a I'm a kind of agree with Gary because and and I'm gonna make it it's short crazy. and simple. If you look at last year with Tom Brady's four game suspension. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think the six week is too long? I think it's too long. I think he could have been two games, two, three games, and he'd been suspended and everything would have been cool. But I do agree with you saying, even though he's a black athlete, which we try to protect so much nowadays, we have to realize domestic violence is domestic violence, whether they said it, uh, whether it's, um, you know what I'm saying, proven in court or not. We like if the NFL has to take a stand, they have to make sure that it's that way around around the board. So now what I'm hoping from this is let's say, for instance, Zeke doesn't get the appeal. He gets the six weeks, right? The six games. I want the NFL to do that for every player. I want them from to now, treat from now on. I want to it, hold everybody to, to hold everyone standard. to the same standard because at that point, now you're looking at it like, okay, well, we definitely I'm, can't do stuff like that. If I'm not mistaken, too, didn't Ben Roethlisberger also get six games? He did back, back, uh, back like two years for the rape when he was accused for the rape, but yeah, it didn't go to trial or anything like that. He still got six games. Yeah, oh exactly. Gosh, it did. Wow. I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay. But I was gonna keep going. Okay. Um. So next, go or no go. Um. This is mellow to the to the, uh, the Rockets. Rockets. So right now, Carmelo Anthony is at the New York Knicks. He has a trading clause, but you know, no he, trade. I mean, clause. Well, no trade clause. Yeah. So he can definitely go to pretty much any team he would like to at this point, um, depending on what they can offer. So right now, the teams that are actually trying to get him are the uh, you have the Blazers, the Trailblazers. You have yeah. the uh, they said the Trailblazers are a sleeper team. They are a sleeper it's team. Really, you have OKC, and you also have. He the said Rockets. that he's really only going to want to go to the Rockets because yeah. at the end of the day, it's his goal, it's his power. I say go. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm rooting for Carmelo in this situation, uh, it just seems like he's been in a miserable, miserable situation in New so, York for the last however long. I say go. I think it would be because Carmelo's a different type of player. He's going to demand the ball. He's going to demand shots. He's And so I say the best place to send him, and he wants to go to a winning team. So if you're going to go to the West, you need to go to a team that, one, can accommodate you right now with money. We know the Rockets can. A team that can accommodate you with touches. The Rockets can. We have a pass-first point guard, and we have James Harden, who has found new pass-first skills and new skill sets, if you will. Not only that, but he also just brought in another great point guard and Chris Paul. Yeah, and so and that's true. But I feel as if I feel like it'll work out because we know the Rockets are gonna have to unload some assets to pick up Carmelo's contract because they're looking for the trade's not gonna happen unless the Rockets can find a third team suitor. Okay. So I say go just because I I say no go. Um, I really think, unfortunately, that they're going to have to give up too many assets. We already saw Patrick Beverly leave to um, the, Clippers. the Clippers with that trade, and I actually really like Pat Beverly. There. I love Pat Beverly. Um, I think Chris Paul is too ball dominant. I don't know if he can change that. I really still do like James Harden at the point. So how are they going to work that? Who's going to bring the ball up? And I really think you're almost going to be looking at a Cleveland-type situation where you have a Kevin Love, a Kyrie Irving, and a LeBron James, and you really don't have that much help outside of them. Yeah. And can they – every time I see a team do something, I'm like, okay, but can they beat the Warriors? I say no, so for me, it's almost like I'm not sure how much that will help. And okay. You have another person who – Carmelo is a volume shooter, so in that system with Dan Tony, he may be able to get the touches, but when's the last time we've seen just Carmelo be one of those guys? It worries me a little bit. 
Okay. And for me personally, I'm gonna say it's a go. I agree with Andre. Like I think that I think that Melo going to the to the Rockets is the best move. Even if they lose some assets, you know what's gonna happen? This the the floor is gonna space out. You have two guards that can facilitate the ball and pass very well. Like Chris Paul wow. is a phenomenal passer and so is James Harden. But what happens in D'Antoni's system is those shots that he wasn't getting in New York and with the Nuggets, he gets those. And he gets them wide open no, because it's... now you you have to you have to guard Chris Paul and you have to guard James Harden at the same time on the floor. And when they leave, you still can keep Carmelo on, or you can, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I want to clarify my answer. I say go just because I'm rooting for Carmelo to get out of New York, and I feel as if the Rockets are the it's the best situation in terms of money and how things can play out. I don't think they're going to be very good. Oh, okay. Because, well, well, I, I you disagree have, with you on that, but what I'm saying is, I don't think they're going to be very good. Goal. Just that's due to the fact. So you're talking about it's good. For I think Carmelo. it's good for Carmelo. For I, I don't think they're going to be very good just due to the fact that. I see where Gary is saying, where I think it might turn to a Cleveland thing, because Golden State, Golden State rolled the dice very well because they, they built through the draft and were still able to play the super team game. No. Cleveland, it, it doesn't, we, we see that the super team thing works a little better when it just happens organically. When you kind of force it, when you go out, when you sign Kyrie to a max contract, then you go after a LeBron, and then you let LeBron say, I want Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, Iman Shumpert, Darren Williams, Derrick Rose. So when you kind of force the envelope. Even look even look how long it took the Heat to go. So what was it, three years that it took them to win that? No, no it, 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 two, we won in two years. But like, we lost the first year, and then the Carmelo, next year. With Carmelo's age and Chris Paul's age, yeah, I mean, can you wait those Carmelo's, two years? But what I'm saying is I don't I don't foresee them winning a championship. No, don't get me wrong. But, but I, mean, I that's, think that's, that's what it's for, I think they're going to be in the top when one or two. Okay, okay, but that's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I'll say, damn, we're going to be the one. top two seed, top three seed when I'm 25. But when I'm 34 and 35, and my win, and especially when when I am a Chris Paul who's never been to a conference final, and when I am Carmelo who has never been out the first round or the second round, wherever far he's made it, at this point I'm 35, dog. I'm I'm only gonna sign one more contract at this point, and that, and in, in two years mm-hmm. it's gonna get sad when he's but, gonna sign the minimum better. Melo isn't gonna have to do anything other than shoot. Okay. But it's gonna be a lot easier for him. Those so no, listen, okay. I'm trying Pardon? to tell you the shots that he was having. It's in New not York, gonna be easy. You know why it's not gonna be easy? Why is it? Because he's going to the West. And he's right. yes, he's played in the West before, but it wasn't this West. When he was in Denver, it wasn't saying, this yeah, West. Yeah, I'm not saying it is, but what I'm saying is I think that that with him and being in that system with Dan Tony. I think that it's just. I think it's going to work a lot better than what he was trying to run with the triangle oh, in New York. Anything's going like, better than that. I think there. You can't. I don't think you can really go lower than where he was. You, you got better coaching. You got a better point guard. I'm not saying Derrick Rose isn't a good point guard, but he hasn't been the same since he won the MVP. This right? is not 2011. Thank so, you. Yeah. He's got a better point guard, better shooting guard, and just a better all-around team. Now, now I, I, I will kind of agree with you and Gary at the same time. It's gonna be real interesting to see how three of the most ball dominant players in the league. If he goes, if he goes, <laughs> if he goes I, mean, I think I it's gonna happen. I think the third team point. is gonna jump in there. I think they might say it. Because okay. listen, Car- Carmelo wants his touches. Chris Paul wants his touches, and James Harden really Look, wants his touches. Chris Paul, I think the best role that Chris Paul could play in this, just to sum it up, is if he plays very similar to how Jason Kidd played with that championship Mavericks team. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, they had dirt. Okay. 
Oh, so James gonna, is gonna get you those buckets. No, James, we know, James is gonna we're get not, you those We're not buckets. concerned about score. We're yeah. so concerned about defense because James and Melo, they don't play no defense. Chris Paul is probably gonna but hopefully change that. We'll what's see. the next go or no go? We got the, last, last the one. next and last um, go or no go is I think it's my kind of favorite one. It's uh, <sighs> it's Kyrie Irving to the Clippers. No, go no, or no go. No, no. I this Kyrie Irving situation pisses me off so much, and we haven't got to talk about it all summer. It's the first time we really got to talk about it on the show. It pisses me off because okay. You say, I want to leave because I want to be the guy. Mm-hmm. I want to be the guy. So you want to go to the Clippers who just signed their guy to five years, $172 million. Their guy being Blake Griffin. I don't get it. Why do you want to stay in Cleveland where you don't know what LeBron no, 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 is doing? No. I, now that I've thought about it a little bit more, I get it why he wants to leave Cleveland. I don't get it at the same time because... They're going to lose again. Yeah, I, don't, I get it, but I don't get it. I get it. I, because once you read about it, he signed his max deal. You were right? confusing me. Right? Listen, okay, listen, okay. <laughs> Is it a go or a no? It's, it's, a, no, no, no. it's a no go to the Clippers. I okay. get it why he wants to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers because if you look at it, he you signed. Can't so you say it's a go for no. Kyrie, but a no go for no, the Clippers. No, it's a go for the going to the Clippers. I so you're saying Kyrie should go to Kyrie the to the Clippers. It, it, it doesn't the, question, the question is, Kyrie going to the Clippers go no, or no, 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 no go? No okay. That's all I need to know. Now, let, let me get Gary's, and then I got a flip side of that question. Okay, so Gary, go or no go? I'm going to say Kyrie's no, Clippers. man. Okay. I really, I like Kyrie in LA with all the endorsements, opportunity. I think he's right. I think he's kind of grown up. He feels like he's in LeBron's shadows. I think he's learned a lot, and he's helped be that closer, and I think he can be that guy next to Blake Griffin. Okay. Um, I'm going to say no-go. A little biased, but I want him to come to the Miami Heat. Oh, of course, but, yes, but listen, have to be the reason, the no, I'm just saying, but the reason why I'm saying, the other reason why I'm saying no-go is, like you said, Dre, he is, he's trying to go to a team to be that person. Mm-hmm. And right now, the, the only team he could really go to potentially would be the um, Suns. And with that, he knows he, if he goes there, he's not winning. No. He's winning right. not a thing. But if he goes to the Clippers, he would be winning something, but he wouldn't be the face. And I feel like if Kyrie, I mean, he would be with DeAndre no. Jordan and Blake Griffin. I no. think I think they DeAndre, would be a solid team. They no, wouldn't be you like. Who, you know who they're playing four times a year? I mean, the, the Golden State Warriors. Right, I know. <laughs> but, but all I'm saying is I think that him in a situation where he is saying the reason why he wants to leave Cleveland it's because of LeBron not trying to be in shadow. Then LeBron, if you're gonna do that, do that. With LeBron, but don't, but don't go to a team that has a superstar. Okay, don't I got a go question. I got a question for you guys. Leading off of it, do you guys think playing with LeBron is that bad? I don't think it's that bad, but I think well, you think Kyrie's think situation is that bad. I think it's an ego thing. Because I if mean, you think no. Of, here's 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 at the end of the day, Kyrie saw Russell go off this year. He went off for a triple double, and NY Kyrie MVP. thinks he can do the same NY thing, MVP. but he cannot. I'm sorry, Kyrie can't do the same thing. He ain't built like that. He's not. He saw Russell like like Russell went to being from being one of the most hated guys to one of the most lovable guys in the league. Yeah, I, yeah. Kyrie wants to do the same. So flip side to that question, I'm just going to ask you guys real quick: If there's a team that is a go for Kyrie to go to, what would you, what would be your go for him to go to a different team? What team would it be? If I had to pick for him to go to a different team where he could be the guy, I would. I hate you, but I'd say the Miami Heat or I'd say the Phoenix Suns. I'm not really sure who I'm sold on okay. because both of those teams don't have a guy right now. They don't have a perennial superstar. They just have the Suns. Players. I would say. I would say more so the Heat because the Suns are very young 
and he wouldn't have to go there. I don't know if he's down to play that mentor role or is he down to be the guy. So I would say the Heat where you have some veterans, but they don't the Heat don't have a superstar. Okay. The Heat are one superstar away from like really competing. No. I didn't say that. I said it's not white. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, go ahead, Gary. So any team, team, any team, if you could pick one team that you want him to go to, one team that I want him to go to, it'll be the 76ers. After the what that is, this draft. I mean, you, they yeah, because I think technically they have all young guys right now. Yeah. So Marquette Fultz, he's a to me. I'm plugging him in as a shooting guard. But then you also got Ben Simmons, and then you also. Do you know how tall Ben Simmons is? Ben Simmons like, is the thing is, I would, <laughs> no. them, What I would do is it would almost be like a LeBron position to where Kyrie is a shooting guard in a point guard's body. You can really just keep rotating people, and I think all the guys are young enough that Kyrie can be that guy. And then when he gets and down he has to it, so they stay to together, then they can start kind of eating off of his plate the older they get. Because at this point, the East to me, the East is one superstar team away, and it might be the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Somebody had some. Everybody's trying to dethrone LeBron. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if Kyrie wants to be the man, his best bet is to go somewhere in the East. So, like that's screaming for a, the man, a, a Pistons, right. a Miami. The, the a, team that I was going to say was going to be the Celtics if it wasn't the okay, Heat. Stop and it, no, no. And I'm the reason confused. why is because I'm confused. it was be because he's getting traded. So let's say, for instance, they trade Isaiah Thomas and another guard, the Marcus Smart, Smart, whatever. I'm not saying they would, but in my ideal world. If I could get him on another team in the East, because I would want Celtics to put him on the Celtics. Have the ammo to do Celtics it. have the ammo. But they just signed Gordon Hayward. They also have Danny Ainge is a very smart general but, manager. But all I'm saying, these are hypotheticals we're talking about. If I could get him to the Celtics, I would want him to be on the Celtics because I think that at that point, not only can he dethrone LeBron in the East, if he was to be able to beat him in the Eastern Conference Finals, it would be very interesting to go against him, him going against Derrick Rose in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. I think that'd be pretty lit if Derrick Rose is healthy and playing like, like 2011 that. Derrick Rose. That, that which might is not probably he was 18 and four last year. Yeah, I mean, you know. So but um, on that note, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna play uh, a quick song by Kane. So let's get it. Check yeah. him out. Two five. Enoch. I am so Kane. So we dope LGI. Thankful for every opportunity to lead the people. Hey. They say they want my illa 16 Well, okay, D up, cause I came here for the ring Not satisfied till I see that 2-5 on the screen That small talk gon' make the cut So now we cutting your seams Cutting up like I was cutting on seams And it seems your price goes up When you in that supreme position I'm in The people make me feel like a king Running and touching the screen Like we watching the ring <laughs> I'm going hell and killer with life Walk by faith and not by sight Bipolar with words, I can snap on any track that I like Bipolar with words, what I mean is I'm nice Tunnel vision, I'ma lead them to light We change lives, I'm just making sure the passage is right Everybody gotta eat, pass the plate to the right My people proud, standing in chairs like they changing the light God. Okay, so the next thing that we're doing is called shot clock. Now, what this is, is we'll have an alcoholic beverage, and four shots will be poured. There will be four different discussions that we'll have, and there's going to be a winner and a loser. A winner does not have to take a shot. A loser does. Now, for this segment, it only requires two people and a moderator. So we have these deck of cards. The two people who get the highest numbers, face cards, whatever the case is, they're going to be the ones who have to argue. The person who gets the lowest is going to be the moderator. 
Are you guys ready? I'm ready. All right, so ready, we'll go ahead and shuffle these again because we're going to take the three off the top. Who gets to pick first? Whoever wants to pick first. I'll and pick then first. you will show your card to the camera. To the camera. One more good shuffle. Whatever's in that brown paper bag. And the moderator will pour. So pick your first card, my fella. What do you got? What do you got? Go ahead and show the people. I got a nine. Yeah. Okay, what do you That's got? That's a nine, right? A nine. <laughs> hey, got a six, baby. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. What you and get? I got a five. What? <laughs> Alright, so it's me and Dre. Me and Dre. Therefore, um, today we will be fine dining on your college favorite, Paul Masson. Paul Masson! Hey, it's 535 at the liquor store for the, the little bottle for all my people. Make sure that from now on you guys recommend liquors that we should have or send them in. Uh, we don't and nothing mind. cheap. We don't know y'all cheap. Well, we don't mind. Kind of cheap. We, we, try, we oh. try everything. We give everything at least Yeah, we'll try. give anything at least one try because look, it's, it's only 24 seconds, okay? 24 seconds. Okay, we now have the shots poured up. What's the first division, my guy? So, the first division that we're going to talk about is the AFC North. Okay. All right. Um, I guess the lowest card will go first. All right. So that's I like happening. that. I like that. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, just let me know when to go. All right. So go. Uh, so AFC North. Um, I have the Baltimore Ravens winning that. Um, the reason being, I don't think the Cleveland Browns are going to have what it takes this year, just based off of the, the dysfunctionality they're going to have with quarterback. Um, I don't think that's really going to work out. Uh, I don't think the Steelers are going to make it. I think they're going to give us a run for our money. However, because of Le'Veon Bell coming back safe, um, and the only reason I'm picking the Ravens is because if we pick up Kaepernick, I feel like there's no other team in the AFC North that can actually compete with us. Um, and so far as the, the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, mm -hmm. I think that we'll be able to, I think, I think we'll be able to beat them. We've beaten them in past years. It's just been when we get to the playoffs, that's when we don't do as well. But I think ASC North, I think we got that locked down. Okay. Great, go. All right, so I have the Pittsburgh Steelers win the AFC North this year. Um, the game of football starts with the quarterback. The Steelers obviously win that battle with Brock Osweiler being the quarterback for Cleveland Browns, Andy Dalton, who has yet to prove himself in the years that he's been in the league, and Joe Flacco, who is injured right now, and as Gary stated earlier, had got paid and decided he didn't want to play. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers' first time in a while starting the season with no suspended key players. We have Le'Veon Bell coming back. Uh, we, got, we got A.B. coming back the best wide receiver in the league in my opinion and we got big ben roethlisberger coming back the defense is looking better i just think that steelers win the division by default because they are in top form compared to the rest of their division the browns the Bengals are declining and the ravens have really yet to show us okay. um very good points for both of you gentlemen but calvin yours is predicated upon joe flacco not being hurt and you signing colin kaepernick which I can't see happening. Okay. Um, so therefore, I'm gonna have to give Dre the win on that one. Uh-huh. All right. So the shot is yours, my Hey, I'm going four another day, guys. <laughs> I'm going four out. Who's the next division, my guy? Okay, so the next one, AFC East. Now I'm sure that you guys may be picking the same team, so make sure that your argument is great. Um, Dre, since you won that round, you're gonna go first. 
All right, so the New England Patriots will win their division in the 2017-2018 season just due to the fact that the lack of competition and the apathy that has surrounded the AFC East for the last 12 years. We have the, the Miami Dolphins, who was my pick to be the sleeper in that division, who just lost their starting quarterback and signed Jay Cutler, who said that he doesn't need any cardiovascular um, exercises as a quarterback. We have the Buffalo Bills, who are still young in my opinion and have not quite figured out a quarterback, and then the New York Jets, who don't deserve any of my time on the record. Um, the Patriots, Tom Brady has not given me a reason to show anything, any type of word, any type of, you know, doubt in him. And then Gronk is coming back, man. Gronk is back. I'm excited and to see him back. Offense is going to be great. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm also picking the Patriots, but not because of the reasons you said. Um, they did add two, initi- two additional people to their team, um, Steve and Cooks. And uh, I think that with those, with Gronk, as well as LeGarrette Blount coming out of the backfield, they have a complete offense. And when you think about having a complete offense in the AFC East, I mean, that's something that none of the other teams have. You look at uh, Tyrod Taylor with the Bills, they don't really have any wide receivers around there. I mean, they're, they're wow, okay, but they're not at, the, they're, but they're not at the, the point where <laughs> the actual Patriots are. And the Patriots also have the better coaching out of every team in the AFC East. And then if you look at everybody else on the AFC East, you look at the Jets, they have nothing to really work with at all. So I don't even see them. Sammy, okay. the Bills don't have wide receivers? I'm saying they don't have the wide Come receivers. On, that, that no, Sammy just have. got traded. Who did you trade to? You know what? For that question, and that question alone, you're going to have to take it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's lost that. And you need to not go. Oh, it's just Cooks. just Cooks. And he was going to have to take that. <laughs> <laughs> That dumb question, you lost that one. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, it is now 1-1. Calvin won that one. You will be starting. Now we have the AFC South. AFC South. And go. All right, so AFC South, we're looking at the Texans, Jaguars, Colts, and the Titans. I'm actually going with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think that with Andrew Luck coming back, if he is healthy, um, and with Frank Gore being there at running back, they, they have a solid team to be able to compete with any team in the AFC. Um, I think that with their coaching staff, as well as um, the deep threat, the deep ball that actually he has against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who the quarterback still will be nameless because we still don't know if they're even going to be of any caliber um, to even compete in the AFC. And then uh, you look at the Tennessee Titans, they do have Marcus Mariota. If he comes back and he's very on it this next year, I would say they could be a close second, but I don't think the Titans have a defense to All right, so I do have the Indianapolis Colts winning the division as well. I have good faith that Andrew Luck is definitely going to come back, but it's not predicated on him. Once again, this is a very weak division. They've been weak for years. Um, they also have the top cornerback, top five cornerback in the NFL, in my opinion, top cornerback definitely in the division, and Vontae Davis. Frank Gore looked good last season. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars are nothing to be feared. Um, the Houston Texans are still getting it figured out. They were a close second to me. Um, they, I don't think they know who their quarterback is going to be yet when the season starts. Um, and then the Tennessee Titans, I think it's going to be a very close race between the Colts and the Titans. But Andrew Luck is coming back. He's going to look in good form. Um, and he's the best quarterback in the division by far. I just wish that they can capitalize on that. And this is the year that they do that. Okay, so this is a tough one. Uh, but I'm going to have to give it to Dre because you said the quarterback was nameless. For Jacksonville, Blake Bortles, this is his go-to year for him to drop. 
It's hard, man. You gotta find those little mistakes when the arguments are so close. Okay, so Dre, since you won that one, this is the last round. Um, it is either gonna end in a tie or a win, full win for somebody. We can possibly keep track of that. All right, so mm -hmm. Dre, we're with the AFC West now. Go. Now, this is hard for me because the Los Angeles Chargers are my favorite team. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Oakland Raiders are poised to sign both Derek Carr and Khalil Mack to long-term deals. Their defense is churning. Marshawn Lynch is going to bring – it definitely has to go with the fanfare and the excitement that he's going to bring to the team. Um, I definitely feel that they are better overall holistically than the Kansas City Chiefs, who I feel is their really only competition in, in that division. Um, I do feel that the Raiders are just going to capitalize. They didn't lose much from last season. Their top pick in the 2016 draft is going to be healthy this year. They didn't lose anything. So I love when teams don't lose much. It's just a matter of fact of Derek Carr getting healthy, which he is. I'm going to sign him to that deal. Hey, money makes money makes the world go round. going to make him play better. All right. Go, Calvin. Um, so this might be my, my favorite division. Um, I think that the Los Angeles uh, Chargers – probably won't be anywhere near the top team. Thanks, but I do think the Denver Broncos will. Um, and the reason why is they still have a stout defense. Um, they may not have the best quarterback in their team right now, but I think that with their defense, they'll be able to withstand the Kansas City Chiefs as well as the Oakland Raiders. Now, the upside to having the Kansas City Chiefs and Oakland Raiders there is Alex Smith is no joke. And Derek Carr, if he comes back healthy, they could possibly make some noise, but he's not healthy right now. So that's why they picked the Raiders. Um, Alex Smith, he does have some weapons. Tyreek Hill is definitely a person to mess with. But I think when it comes to an entire team, and you have to think holistically, like defense and offense, Broncos have that. Okay, and there's, there's one fact that I have to look up before I give this to. What's that? <laughs> What's the fact? Hold up. Okay, so, Dre, you lost this one. Because? Because at first you said Los Angeles Rams. No, I didn't. I said Los Angeles Chargers. I said Los Angeles. That's my favorite team. I said Los Angeles said Chargers. Rams. I said Chargers. Well, regardless of that, you continue to say when Derek Carr gets signed. He already signed his long term deal. Shout out, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy, man. You got to come with the facts, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like we ended that segment with a tie. Um, we really hope you liked that. And now we are heading into our finish lines. I'll let these guys um, catch up on those drinks, and I'll start with mine. Uh, shout out to my boo, Ethan Ray. You are doing your thing. I love your show, Insecure. Watch it. So I just got the go for the third season. Um, I really just love the dynamic on the show. It's something I feel like everybody can look forward to, whether you're a guy or a girl. It's just great. It's also very inspirational just to see how her and actually a lot of those um, people that play on the show literally came from YouTube. They just started on YouTube and ended up getting their own show, being able to write it, produce it, and everything. So, shout-outs to her. Um, my finish line is going to go out to the actual fantasy uh, football league that we actually started. So, make sure that you actually go follow us on um, Instagram, Twitter, and everything, at Raised by Sports. Um, the link will be in the bio. Basically, we'll have about 12 teams, and you can compete, and we will have a prize at the end. Um, that's, that prize we'll probably announce next week on next week's show. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, but yeah, NFL Fantasy is here. The draft will probably be the first week in September. So get ready and get practice. And my finish line 
is going to go to next Saturday, 4 to 9 p.m. If you are in the greater triad area, Cope Fest. Cope Fest, baby. Cope Fest, um, spearheaded by our very own Calvin Phillips, um, is going to be a magnificent event next Saturday, August 26, 4 to 9 p.m. in LaBauer Park, which is in downtown Greensboro. We're going to have vendors, food. We're going to have alcohol for all of my... Greensboro Sports is a sponsor. We're going to have alcohol for all of my of-age people and just a good time. So come out, have a good time before the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor fight. Um, it's a Saturday. You're not working. You don't got nothing else to do. If you are working, come when you get off. And that's our finish line. Tune in next week, same time. SoundCloud, YouTube, subscribe. Damn, bro.